so precious and it's so delicate. I love, without love, you don't have either of the other two. The leadership stance that you take in your life, though, I think is directly correlated to the amount of love you have in your life. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the L3 Perspective. My name is Glenn Davis. I'm sitting here with my host, Cameron Macias. Hey, Coach, <laughs> Coach Cam. And again, we want to welcome you back to the L3 Perspective. This is a conversation and a platform where we talk about life, we talk about love, we talk about leadership. And, you know, ultimately our end goal is just to bring value through our conversations. It's organic. And uh, Cam, how are you feeling today, man? Go Good, ahead. man. It's sunny outside. Now it's like too sunny. I don't I always talk about the weather. That's my thing. I'm like, hey, as long as it's not raining, I'm good with that. Um, We just got the house. So just been doing that, moving everything from one place to the other. And then it's almost the end of the school year. So getting ready to have my kids home for a summer. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, talk to our our listeners, viewers. Mm. So before we get started, guys, um, so like, love, share um tell us what you like tell us what you don't like uh at the end of the day we thrive off feedback we do this for you guys the listeners so whatever value that we're bringing or additional value you think that we can bring please let us know you know dm us message us uh call us if you got our number let us know and then um but we do it for you guys ultimately so Mm -hmm. you know click the like click the share and um and join us for the journey awesome appreciate you man Mm -hmm. hey today's guest I have not seen her in over 20 years. So I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of dating myself right now. Um, but I want to say it is an absolute pleasure seeing good people do good work. Yeah. Right. And so kind of going back to high school, um, I want to uh, introduce uh, this doctor. Hey. Right. Super proud of her. Uh, I want to introduce a phenomenal woman, mm. a phenomenal leader, uh, a phenomenal trailblazer. Uh, but, you know, with that said, um, Dr. Williametta Simmons, I want to welcome you to the Elder Perspective, first and foremost, and thank you for your time. Um, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate yeah. what you all are doing. So Awesome. I'm, thank I'm you. in. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm happy to have you here, man. Like I said, it's, it's just uh, it's amazing to, to continue to be connected with good people. And uh, I've been a fan of yours for over two decades, just kind of like from a distance, not Facebook stalking you, but I've been observing you through Facebook and just to see the growth. Uh, Kim, I mentioned we go back to high school. Yeah. So nickname is Sweetie or, or yeah. you know, we know her as Sweetie, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Sweetie was, was probably the fastest female in our high school, right? You yeah. know what I mean? So real quick, before oh, we well. dive into kind of your, your background and everything, yeah. um, do you miss running track? I do. I, I actually do. You know, <laughs> I, I miss running. I, I I miss the camaraderie. You know, I miss mm-hmm. the just the the team aspect of it, but also being able to push yourself beyond what you think is possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you're not in that environment, trying to motivate yourself to do it solo, it's not the same. Yeah. So I, I do miss that. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So, I mean, obviously one of the elements that we like to talk about is leadership on our, our platform. Mm-hmm. So speaking of kind of track, I know you were on a relay team, you know, you were, uh, you know, have accomplished a lot wearing a, that purple and gold in yeah. Upper Derby, Pennsylvania. But um, as one of the leaders on the track team, like at that young age, like what was it about? Uh, what did you, what did you learn about leadership? 
Mm, that's a great question. I, you know, one of the things I learned um, about leadership at that time is that leadership goes beyond the person. You know, a lot of times mm -hmm. when we think about, I just want to be a good leader, but for what, you know? Mm -hmm. And what I learned that in order to be a good leader and an effective leader, you know, it's about really motivating others to be on the same page that you're on. Mm -hmm. um, it's about being able to real galvanize the troop <laughs> towards yeah. a common goal, towards a common purpose. And, and I also learned that honestly, good leaders are, are, are able to serve are better servers at first in order yeah. to be a good leader and mm. less about the title, less about the position, but really more about being able to, to serve others with, with humility, knowing that, yeah. you know, what you do impact, a, yeah. you know, go beyond you, right. It impacts a larger, a larger group. So, yeah, absolutely. That's a big thing is like, in order to, I always say in order to be a good leader, you have to have been able to be a good follower. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like, how do you yep. expect people to follow you if you, in turn, like, refuse to follow anybody yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. So I true. live by that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you work in an arena where like you serve people every day. You know. Um. You know. Because, so what what was the mo like what motivated you to become a you know a psychologist? Ooh, that's like a deep question. Um. We get deep. We get deep on here. <laughs> it. it do so it's multi-layered I'll, I'll try to make it as you know succinct and concise as possible yeah. um i didn't realize it at the time but i think a huge motivator for me was i don't know if glenn knows this but just being a being a child survivor of a civil war um yeah. you know i was born and raised in liberia west africa came here at the age of 12 and yeah kind of i saw the impact that mm -hmm. that had on individuals and was always curious about the individuals that came out of that experience, kind of what yeah. we would consider pretty stable, well off. And then mm -hmm. we all went through the same things, right? But the impact that it had on others, you know, were just so different. Um, and, and I think there was something about that struggle. There was something about that experience that mm -hmm made me interested in humanity in our minds and how we recover and what do we do what makes others um i guess demonstrate more what i would call post-traumatic growth than yeah. others you know and 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 just kind of from that space and then i remember being in 11th grade and we took some like human development or human something about <laughs> human behavior class or something yeah. and i and i and i loved it i remember thinking oh my god you know they were doing research about mm -hmm. you know about motivation and behaviors and all of that in in our photography and and i remember falling in love with it um and then the rest was history really so it's like culmination of those things and others along the way <laughs> but yeah. i think those were the the two biggest pillars for kind of my decision to go into psychology wow that's interesting yeah I, I didn't know that i didn't i didn't know that about you which speaks mm -hmm. volumes on uh the character that you know that i seen you display just even as a, a teenage girl and so mm -hmm. you know one of the things i admired about her back then is that she carried herself very very well yeah. Like despite our environment, despite the the life challenges and different things like that, mm -hmm. um, she was always one that kind of was different than the folks in the circle. Yeah. You know? and, and I say that in a good in a, in a really a great way, and it doesn't surprise me that she has achieved 
all that she's achieved in her life so far, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I know we hadn't talked in, in years, but when I, it was something that you posted on so- social media that stood out to me, and I was like, I have to reach out to her. Number one, I've been wanting to have someone on the podcast since we started that has kind of a, your background. But mm-hmm. for whatever reason, while we know a lot of people, I feel like uh, this was the right conversation to have, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and you know, I don't know, we just kind of reconnected. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I tip my hat off to you for everything that you're doing in the community. You. you could have Thank made you. like I a lot of excuses. You. Huh? <laughs> and so you probably, I mean, you probably could have made a whole lot of excuses, you know, like your whole life, you know, like a lot of people, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, both of us, you know, we connect the fact that we're raised by single mothers, mm-hmm. like, yeah. um. You know, I was an only child. I know Glenn wasn't, but uh, and so those types of things, right? Not letting those situations really kind of dictate the trajectory of where like your life can go, yeah. And almost using yeah. it as a motivator. Yeah, and that's interesting. You you said that, Cam, because I think you know um, there are different ways that life's challenges can kind of it can either propel us in one direction or the other, right? Like some people mm-hmm. are just like, "This happened to me. I can't," mm-hmm. you know, "I I just." can't move beyond it and other people are looking at it as like this is an opportunity to do something great right yeah. it's it's it doesn't have to define me yeah this was my circumstance but i don't have to wear it like a right. coat you know i can mm-hmm. i can choose to take it off and create something new for myself and it sounds like that's what both you and uh glenn were able to do and myself i i think trying to do is <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing a great job. Um, so I, I know that you're you're very proud of of your culture, yeah. right? And so one of the things that I've noticed that over the years that you've done is go go back um, and serve your community, right? And so yeah. obviously I want to talk about um, you becoming a doctor. You have over 15 years of experience in psychology. You're obviously licensed. You're a business owner. Um, so before we get into that, and that same aspect, you took your skill set to go back um number one why go back and then number two what was that what was that experience like for you to be able Mm -hmm. to have going through everything you've gone to and want to go back and serve yeah i've always prided myself in number one never forgetting where i came from because i Mm -hmm. think you you got to remember your humble beginnings because it really motivates you to keep going Mm -hmm. and i told myself that no matter where life takes me, how far I go, I will always know, you know, we have a saying like my navel string is planted mm-hmm. in Liberia, you know, and that mm-hmm. that's home for me. I, I've spent most of my life here, but there's something that feels different about that. Um, this is a country, as I said, that's going through a civil war, right? Mm-hmm. Um, lost hundreds of thousands of lives. And it's a small country. It's like about 4 million people, less than 4 million people. Mm-hmm. It feels like everyone knows everyone. And there's an enormous amount of damage that's been done. Yeah. And the issue of mental health and just healthcare in general is not great, right? I When I went there for the first time in 2013, they only had one psychologist in the entire country wow. you know? oh, wow. uh, the entire country um they had another that was serving more kind of the government officials we won't get into yeah. that but yeah. that was their role um but like in terms of they have one active psychologist in the entire country and then they have one psychiatrist as well right and just imagine i mean we've got in this building where i have my office we've got tons of psychologists right. so imagine <laughs> an entire country with just one um but anyway 
I wanted to make sure that they made me who I am, you know, mm-hmm, yeah. and it, there's, there's nothing that can even describe the feeling of going back and pouring into the people that kind of poured into you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that was always something that I made up in my mind to do. And I did it number one, because there was a need, but number two, because I felt like I come from a collectivist culture, you know, like yeah. it's year that I learn about being an individual, you know, independent right. woman, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. But <laughs> where I come from, it's a, it takes a village and everyone, everyone's accomplishments is like the entire tribe's accomplishment, you know? Mm-hmm. And if one person has something, they give it to everybody. And yeah, I right. really love that aspect about my culture and I didn't lose that. So as I grow, I always make sure to go back and give, whether it's, going into Liberia to give or mm-hmm. even serving my community here. We have a huge yeah. Liberian community in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to serve wherever I am, um, mm-hmm. that's what motivates. That's, that was my reason. It's like mm-hmm. they poured into me. I got to pour back into them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's leadership. What's uh? so I always wonder this, you know, cause I was, I was born here. You know, G was born here. It's like coming Here's California, by the way. Okay, yeah, here's California. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how hard is that? Like, it's like the values are different. The cultural yeah. norms are different. You know, yeah. how how do you balance that? Like, what's that balance like? You know, as far as like um, certain practices, I will continue to practice, but other ones maybe I adopt more from the American side of where of my yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't an easy um, balance to strike. I can tell you oh, that. Much, right, like. <laughs> <laughs> it's really challenging. Uh, it was challenging in the beginning because, first of all, I was young, and it's like yeah. you go through a stage where you're like, "Forget my culture of origin. I'm an American now, baby. I'm all." <laughs> yeah, I do everything American. Give me a I talk American. I yeah. whatever. Trust me. You know all of those things, and I think it it took a couple of transformations, you know, yeah. to get to mm-hmm. a place where. I could embrace the aspect of my culture that I absolutely love and embrace yeah. the aspect of the American culture I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, it, it took finding myself, you know, you got to find yourself. You got to know who you are as you're growing. Yeah. Um, what I, you know, the things I loved about here, honestly, I, as much as I talked about, you know, appreciating a collectivist culture, I think it kind of takes you, you you may lose yourself in the process, right? right? Because other people's voice becomes your voice and you don't yeah. find your own voice. And mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I learned from year is, you know, in psychology, what we would call differentiation, right? Being able to kind of like be myself, hear my yeah. voice, know my thoughts and my vision, and that it doesn't have to be fused with my mom's or my sister's yeah. or my dad's, you know? Um, yeah. So there's the aspect of like, we're one as mm. a unit. But also, like, we can be one and still individual. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not one in thought. <laughs> yeah, 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 not one in thought, you know? Mm-hmm. One towards maybe, like, a purpose, but not one in thought, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I, so, I hope I answered that, by the way, Kim. I'm sorry. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know that's, like, a multi-layered question. I just, I know that yeah. there's a big conversation right now mm-hmm. about, like, American values versus mm-hmm. a lot of other country values. Mm-hmm. And, um, like this balance that, that, that people are, I think are trying to kind of get back to when it comes to certain values. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm always Mm -hmm. interested to hear from someone who's actually come from a place 
that has different a different culture, different different views, you know, different values, and mm-hmm. how they kind of strike as much of a balance as they possibly can with with all the noise from from what's going on here. Yeah, it takes years, you know. Yeah. It really it really does. It, you know, like, yeah, maybe off camera because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but you're right. It it's, takes a long time. It's yeah, like the, that process of of finding who you truly are and what value you bring to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so especially yeah. as a woman, I think that's yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and so I have a question because there are speaking of kind of uh, women, especially as a as a black woman, uh, mm-hmm. as a minority. Mm-hmm. So you've going through the the channels of getting your doctorates in psychology. You have a master's mm-hmm. in business administration, mm-hmm. and so at what point during that process do you did you think about? Hey, I want to own my own practice, or I want to be a CEO, or anything like that. Because there, there, um, uh, what I like to see now that there's a lot of a lot more books for minority women mm-hmm. of empowerment. And so, mm-hmm. was it? Did you already have the mindset of like, hey, I'm going to uh, have my own business of some sort? Or was it when you entered college and you were going through that process uh, where you got the idea of like, hey, I'm casting a vision and I want to not only serve people, but I want to be a CEO. I want to be a business owner, et cetera. I think that came in grad school, actually. You know, I, I don't think that it was... I wasn't thinking that far ahead, you know, okay. like, <laughs> gotcha. yeah, I, it, it was in grad school that I, I realized that, um, well, if I'm going to be a psychologist, yeah, I, I've always been a little bit different, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, and so like, while I enjoy working for others, I enjoy providing opportunities for others more, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so that was my driving force because it's like, okay, cool. I I can be a psychologist. I can do anything, you know. I purposely got the MBA so I can just like I'm like okay, I can go into organizational consulting. I know one mm-hmm. thing I didn't want to do mm-hmm. was to just like be tied down to an organization for the rest of my life. Right. It feels so limiting. Like I'm yeah. I'm free. <laughs> I let me out. Let me just spread yeah. my wings. You know. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's an inner phoenix inside of me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I I always knew that like when I when I get through this process, I will work. You know. But mm-hmm. it's always with the intention of like I want to have my own practice, hire other individuals. If I'm being quite honest, it's it's really hard for minorities, especially women, to land like really good um, uh, doctoral placements, like internship or postdoctoral mm-hmm. residencies. And then it's yeah. even harder for when they get out to mm-hmm. get a job that's gonna pay them the same that they would pay like other people, their counterparts. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I wanted to be able to not just do that for me, yeah. but also, again, the more I think about this, is this serving component? Yeah. <laughs> I had never put it all together before, but to be able to provide that opportunity for, for others who may not have the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. That's how it is, man. Like you have to recognize the skills that you bring to the table. Like you said, mm-hmm. the free, you know, being able, not being tied down the freedom we were talking about, um, how, you know, I've been a recruiter nine years now. Uh, mm-hmm. Always been able to talk to people, though. Always been able to, you know, sell things or convince, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. um, and I'm in this season of my life, I'm having more and more people approach me to use yeah. that skill set, um, which I'm totally okay with as long as I agree with what the agenda is. 
Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, people, but people who are say artistic in nature, and they're like, "Hey, I just want to concentrate on being an artist, but I don't know the business side. So yeah. I want to bring you on board, mm-hmm. so that you can handle the business, so I can concentrate on being an artist." Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, or you know, I, I um, or not someone else like they're a computer person. They're all about artificial intelligence. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, yep. I can't really talk to people for extended amounts of time because I go down rabbit holes about artificial intelligence. So I, yeah. need, I need you to go talk to people and yeah. sell the service that I have. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah. you know, but that's, I feel that's a revelation. I think a lot of people who truly become successful, they realize yeah. who they and need. And that's your gift, you know, sometimes your gifts are, it's so natural. That yeah. you're like, it's not a thing, you know. I gonna, one gonna of my um, just talk. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a um one one of my um like their like staff um yeah. told me once because I was just freely giving I was just freely giving out things. I'm telling people, you know, you start your practice by doing this. Oh, I can send you my my you know my mm-hmm. um like I do a flow sheet on everything. I'm like, oh no problem, I'll send it to you. And she's just like, listen, listen, listen. You're just giving out free knowledge, right? Like you're not like, are you going to charge? Oh, your, your sound went off. Oh, oh, you're back. Oh, no, oh. I did that on purpose. Oh, it's okay, it's I, was okay. talk, I was talking to my right. kids because they want to okay, be loved. Okay. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> you can always scream with me. Um, but, but sometimes when things come naturally to you, you just kind of throw it out there like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mm-hmm. love that people. First of all, being able to recognize that certain things are, it's just not your thing. If the person's yeah. into AI, they're like, bet, I know someone who's more like a yeah. people person can speak mm-hmm. to people. I don't like the business. All right. It's not that I hate the business aspect of my job. I love the people aspect of my job. Right. Yeah. So I don't want to make the phone calls and the emails sure. and the agenda. Mm-hmm. And that's why you hire someone for yep. that. Or person. schedule the appointments. Or like, yeah. I, and mm-hmm. I don't want to run behind you for my money. Like, you know yep. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So. Gotcha. That's 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 cool. So I, I definitely want to have I want I want to talk about uh, or ask you, and I know you're probably tired of talking about it because you talk about it every day, right? Mental okay. health, and um, but I know there's a lot of people mm-hmm. in the world who struggle with with with, with life, right? Yeah. They're so mentally exhausted from you know just life happening to them every day. And so, you know, what is something that you could share with someone who may be struggling with, with life, right? They, they just need to, um, you know, maybe they need a couple of tips. Maybe they need to just figure out where do I start? Like, mm-hmm. you know, could you share something, um, you know, in that regards? Mm. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I would say is, you know, if, if someone's struggling with mental health issues, you know, um, you're, you're not alone. A lot of times when we're going through something, we think we're by ourselves, you know, whether it's a divorce, whether it's, you mm-hmm. know, um, oh, I just found out some horrible news or I'm in debt or, you know, mm-hmm. my mom has got a bit cancer. You know, there's a lot often or you went through a traumatic experience. It's mm-hmm. really easy to think that your your struggle is unique to just you mm-hmm. and everyone else seems so normal except for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like they're like, they got it going on. You know, people are showing their highlights. <laughs> Um, no one ever ha- you know, no one ever shows their lowlights, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, so right. the first thing I always tell people is that first of all, 
just recognize that it's human to struggle. To struggle is human. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's perfectly fine that you're not alone, first and first. One in five individuals have struggled with some mental health issue. Mm. That's an enormous amount of, you know, of individuals. That's like, yeah, right. you know, if you put five people in a room, at least one of, one of them have a legitimate mental health condition, whether it's depression, anxiety, post-traumatic yeah. stress. There's so much there, right? And so you're not alone. You're normal. You're human. Um, and the other thing that I like to remind people is that, like, whatever you're feeling in that moment, a lot of times people um, allow themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm deliberate about that, even though I could get beat up for that. But to go to sink deeper and deeper in, because yeah. they allow the thoughts to overwhelm them. And something that I tell my clients all the time is like, think of your thoughts as being outside of you. You yeah. control mm-hmm. it. It doesn't control you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. your thought, your mind, your body. So mm-hmm. it's about, I'm telling you what to do, not yeah. the other way around, right? right. You kind of have to take charge of yourself that way. Mm-hmm. And whatever they're going through in that particular moment is transient. You yeah. know, it it, mm-hmm. it can be changed. Um, and if you're, if you're having a hard time finding a solution, reach out to someone because sometimes yeah. it takes another person and a third person and a fourth person <laughs> to kind of come up with like, you need a support team, right? You need, right. You need to, yeah. to kind of be like, listen, dude, if I need to come over there, bro, I'm, I'll just sleep right. by your bed until yeah. we get through this. You, you, you need that. Cause sometimes things life gets so dark, man, you can't mm-hmm. see outside of the cloud and you need Facts. someone else to kind of like yeah. lift you up. So definitely. Um, the struggle is human. You're totally normal. Mm-hmm. Reach out to someone yeah. and know that you you run your thoughts. It doesn't right. run you. You, you know? run so you. You yeah. run you. That's it. You run you. I agree with that. I uh, I was talking to a friend today, and they're they're going through some stuff, and um, you like they like told me all about it, and then yeah. I think the first thing I said was I said uh I said first of all you're not crazy. And, it, and they never even said that during the conversation. He was like, I don't know how you know that I needed to like hear that yeah. I'm not crazy, but mm-hmm. I felt like the way that I was thinking about this whole situation or whatever was just like completely nuts. Yeah. And I, and I said, look, I'm not going to agree with every single facet of whatever you're <laughs> thinking because I don't know it, but yeah. like based off how you are feeling about the situation, you're mm-hmm. not crazy. Like it's under, yeah. it's understandable. Um, and so you're right. People just, you know, they assume that like, they're just being dumb. I, I, you know, I did it. I, I, you know, I've been divorced and, um, that was one of the things was like, I wrote, I actually, you know, I'm, I grew up a single mom who was really Mm -hmm. big about me expressing my feelings and things of that nature. So I would say I'm a little bit more versed than the average male. And so, um, so I like wrote down how I was feeling towards the end. And I said, Hey, I'm, I'm going to write my feelings down and then I'm going to evaluate them over over time make sure mm-hmm. i'm not having a bad day make you know make sure this so i'm going to talk about this and the third um and granted it eventually you know my ex and i eventually separated but mm-hmm. you know it was one of those things where um i felt crazy initially when i wrote all those things down mm-hmm. and then i was yeah. like all right now i gotta really think about it and so mm-hmm. um but not everyone has kind of that process mm-hmm. about what they're doing mm-hmm. i i really first of all i appreciate that you shared that um that line you're not crazy, right? Um, yeah. The people that are most effective at helping other people have a have a story, an extraordinary mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Um, 
meaning they've gone through some serious struggles themselves. They they know the the challenges of being down and out, you know, mm-hmm. and what it took to kind of come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that those words probably seem so simple. You're not crazy, but it probably <laughs> carried so much weight for mm-hmm, your yeah. friends because most times you do feel crazy. You're yeah. like, you don't want to be, you don't want to be laughed at. You don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, mm-hmm. especially like or women talk about this stuff all the time, but from you know, from a dude's <laughs> perspective, we're like, girl, listen. Yeah. <laughs> you might need to build me out because I'm yeah. about to <laughs> Yeah. You're gonna call me and say yeah. there was an avalanche right, in my living right. room. <laughs> yeah. That's too exactly. Funny. But guys don't talk about it like that. So I really yeah. appreciate that you said to him, You're not crazy. He needed to hear that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and you could say that because you know that feeling it's familiar exactly it's it's funny that you mentioned that like you you said the word community or or what stood out to me was one of your points you were talking about how important it is to have a community you know Mm -hmm. when you're in those depressive stages and and need to kind of reach out and uh something that i that uh thankfully i've been blessed to have the circle of friends that i have throughout you know from the time i left philly to go into the military i've been Mm -hmm. extremely blessed uh, but something that I'm, and I'm in this season now where, uh, like every, every other Tuesday, uh, mm-hmm. there's a group of men, um, where we meet on a platform mm-hmm. we go YouTube live and it's called the men's circle. And yes. what I love about that is that this is a, it's a community of men that are, that are, that are not afraid to be vulnerable, that are, that, that mm-hmm. are very transparent, but the thought of, but the point of, or one of the points is to have this very transparent conversation and just through mm-hmm. the conversations and life lessons, you yeah. know, maybe you can get healed by that. I mean, it's essentially like a therapeutic session. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and I admire, and I personally believe that more people should seek and find more communities that they can kind of have a voice on, but also receive value from. And yeah. so, um, you know, which again, like, I think that, understanding how valuable uh licensed psychologists are and mm-hmm. you know what they go through right yeah. <laughs> of having to not only deal with what they deal with in life but also have yeah. to kind of put on their armor and also still mm-hmm. provide help to other people so with all that being said i have a question for you as a licensed therapist um mm-hmm. i'm sure life happens to you as well what are some things that you do to help you stay as far as when it comes to your mental health to stay mentally fit yeah that's a really great question uh <laughs> um you're on the spot now I was, <laughs> I was thinking about how you said like it's not like as a psychologist your life stops happening right, yeah. you know it's like life is still happening and sometimes the people that people are coming to you about something you're dealing with in that moment, like right. you yourself yeah. are struggling with that thing right now. And you you're like, oh, dang, I got to yeah. like dig real deep this time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and which is why I kind of asked that question. Cause I think people yeah. for, like overlooked that at times. Yeah. I mean, Cam talked about divorce. I remember, you know, I, I, I've been divorced, right. I, when mm. I went through, I went through a divorce and, and there's a whole slew of things that come with yeah. that. But mm. I remember that I was going through that and I still had to, I, was, I still had to, at the time I was working full-time, um, running a particular um, unit with patients with schizophrenia, blah, blah, blah. But mm. in my, and I still had my private practice. And in my private practice, 
three of my clients had gotten engaged and they're like, thank you for allowing us. You helped us, you know? (laughs) And they're like, you know, and one person got married and and then another person was like, you know, they were separating and I'm just like, oh my God, how do we like (laughs) dig deep? Um, Mm -hmm. What do I do? Number one, I I think my faith helps me to to remain grounded. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm a Christian. Um, I'm, I need to be anchored <laughs> at yeah. all times. And I really use my relationship with God to kind of like remain anchored mm-hmm. because I think when everything else is really shaky, when everything else seems just jacked up, that's one thing that I can hold on to. It's been consistent. Um, and it's just a proven track record of like, when I was at the end of my road, right. this is the one thing that was consistent, you know? Um, yeah. so, so definitely like, you know, um, just reading, reading the Bible, listening to gospel music, going to church, that's a whole community by itself. And that's an mm-hmm. important community. In fact, um, we have tons of research really, um, illustrating the importance of having that like faith-based family, when you're mm-hmm, going yeah. through a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they're there for you. Sometimes they may not say the right things, but it's that, you know, it's coming from a good place and they, <laughs> yeah. they, they're saying they're giving you what they got, you right. know, yeah. and, and it's okay. Um, I, I think um, working out, it's just like my release. Like I need to like be in someone's gym doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus that's yeah. all I, that's what I know. You know, that's what I yeah. grew up on. And <laughs> listen, I went like, 2020 to 2023, I was not in nobody's gym um, at all, and it showed. And it was like, and it was like, in in um, uh, I think it was March of this year. I was like, listen, sweetie, you got to get your life together. You can't live yeah. like this. Yeah. Like, who are you? You know, you can't recognize yeah. yourself. It's problematic. Um, so then I started going back to the gym. Um, and and I think I'm a huge sports fanatic. So like, you know, being able to like like be into sports and, and, mm-hmm. and watch sports and compete and, and talk trash. Like yeah. all those things kind of like keep me, keep me afloat. But also I have a group of individuals that are also therapists themselves, you know, mm-hmm. and we kind of like, we have our own kind of like peer time where we decompress and we can heal nice. collectively. So yeah. those are some of the things that I do to, okay. Yeah. Cool. Appreciate you sharing. Yeah, for sure. Um, so no, we we appreciate it. Um, so as we're kind of wrapping up, uh, please mm-hmm. tell people where they can find you. Oh, you know, I'm horrible at this stuff. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. On Insta- no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I think I'm Doctor Swift. I should really, I should like look up these things and know it off the top of my head. But I'm, I'm like Doctor Swift on you know Instagram or like if you my practice is like integrative psych on instagram okay. um and i'm on facebook you can find me there too by mm-hmm. i think my full name or i think i every day i'm changing it but i think right now it's like sweetie <laughs> simmons you know okay. um sweetie simmons something or something yeah. along that line or um yeah you can you hit me up you can look up my name and a whole bunch of stuff will come up hopefully yeah. good things not horrible things um you know? yeah state you, champion you, just, yeah, you, just know, you never know you never know yeah listen some girls um at white just broke our record like we had a record wow. there like i don't know like a 20-year record or whatever oh, wow. and my one of my friends sent it to me and she's like we're we were passing the baton congratulations and my whole heart was like that's nice that you're passing the baton <laughs> <laughs> She's still competitive. I was 
like fine, but but it, it's a beautiful thing. That's the you know the point is yeah. that the next generation will come and kill it. You know what I mean? And yeah. go exceed what you did. So yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's you, you can find me on on any of your platforms. I do have a surprise coming up. I, I'll announce it here um, because I I um I have a I have a podcast. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. I've been in. I've been in the lab. It's it's, it's an interesting <laughs> podcast. Um, it's called uh, the Bare Naked Podcast. Um, ah. it's, not, it's, it's not what you think it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's it's deliberately called that for a reason because I think a lot of times we're so used to hiding so much yes. and people literally suffer in silence because they're hiding. But mm-hmm. we get a lot of healing when we're actually able to kind of like bear it all, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll talk about mental health. We'll talk about life. We'll talk about relationships. We'll talk about all, all of those things. So um, yeah, nice. it is in the it's in the works. Probably you know, I'll give a I'll let you know when it comes out within okay. the next. Yeah. It's before June. I can tell you that much. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we look forward to supporting it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, uh, and hopefully I can have you all on at some point too. Bring us, yeah. we yeah. will come on. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But yeah, so hey, you guys go, yo, go check out Sweetie, um, mm-hmm. follower, like her stuff. Um, I'm sure it's great. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, we appreciate you guys joining us. Like, share, uh, subscribe, hit us up, let us know. Other than that, we will see you guys got, next week. Hold on, hold on, oh. hold on. I got one question. Okay, I gotta ask this question. Oh, okay. Oh, oh Lord. Sweet uh, life, love, mm-hmm. or leadership. Take mm-hmm. 60 seconds or Yikes. less and share some thoughts or whatever's on your heart. Life, yeah. love, or leadership. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, we talk, <laughs> I, le- since leadership is on my mind. Well, I'll, let, let's talk about love. I'll, I'll, I'll use love. I was going to do leadership, but I'll, I'll do okay. love. I, I think so. Um, love. Hmm. Love for me, I, we know that it's a necessity. It's not something that's like, it's not optional. It's absolutely needed. Without it, we literally will die. It is love that um, kind of propels you towards your goals, towards your vision. You know, a lot of times when you see really successful people behind that person, their reason for that success is love, you know, whether it's a personal love or a love for something. So love is absolutely, is both essential, but it really, it transcends this physical plane. When I think, you know, when I think about love, it's a a spiritual force that will literally cause you to achieve things that you didn't even think possible. So um, love, love. Boom. Appreciate it. Take us out. All right. With that being said, (laughs) Dr. Sweetie. I appreciate you tuning in and 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 just kind of blessing our podcast. Uh, great conversation. Look forward to staying connected with you, supporting your podcast as you release it. Uh, again, thank you for your time. Yep. With that being said, we'll see you guys later. With life, it's so precious and it's so delicate. I love without love, you don't have either of the other two. The leadership stance that you take in your life, though, I think is directly correlated to the amount of love you have in your life.